I ball a lot like Tayshaun Prince or Vince Carter or Shot Collar. Pulled up in the Maybach, used to be a Chevy Impala wearing Prada's. Hot cakes hot and takes. hot takes. We're back, episode 12. A uh, couple introductions. Uh, you know the social media at Hot Cakes and Hot Takes on Instagram, Twitter, at Cakes Talk, Facebook, Hot Cakes and Hot Takes. We keep those accounts up to date with, you know, just to the minute stuff that's going on. Uh, where followers coming? Yep, exactly. Uh, we got a social media manager now. He's doing his thing, but we're uh, we're making sure we're staying consistent. You know, something every day people can look at our Instagram story, staying up to date. Where to listen to us? Uh, iTunes, iTunes podcast, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, wherever you can listen to podcasts. Um, please, you know, give us a try. And uh, sponsorships, obviously, Fadeaway Barbershop. Brett Stoffnecker's been good to us. Uh, I've got my haircut there. He gives deals to his boys. Very professional about it. New place in downtown New Ipswich. And then, obviously, Hampsey and Granier Associates. Um, Hampsey, uh, Kevin Hampsey, Mike Granier, Christine Lavery, star-studded cast. Um, they specialize in buying, renting, and property management around the greater Monadnock area. And... You know, if you're so, if you purchase or rent a house from them, and you mention the name Hot Cakes and Hot Takes, they will take a hundred dollars off your first down payment. All right, that's a good deal. People have been using that. I've been hearing exactly. I've been hearing some good. Mm -hmm. Been hearing some good things about it. Um, So yeah, if you're buying a house in the Monadnock area, definitely go through uh, Hampsey and Granny or Kevin Hampsey's one of my really good friends, and uh, he's been good to us, and he's he's taking a chance on us. But I am joined, obviously, by my co-host. We're back, Andrew Hood. We're back. It's been, been a two and a half weeks. Yeah, it's been two and a half weeks. It's been busy. it's been too too long. Been busy, but good to be back. Yeah, yeah. Ready to go. Ready to educate. Take you guys back to school. Fact, fact. All right. So the biggest thing in sports. The biggest thing in sports, obviously, football. Right. Football. Now. I mean, these playoffs have been. I think these playoffs have been the some of the Pretty best. Have some of the best games I've ever I've I've watched Great in, games in the recent past, years. The two from this past weekend with the Saints and Rams. Mm-hmm. Obviously, everyone knows the controversy surrounding that. Mm-hmm. And the Chiefs Pats. I mean, they're both overtime games. Exactly, exactly what you want out of and, championship games. And, game, and so I'm I mean. not just saying that because I'm a Pats fan. Right. Like obviously, I love seeing the Pats win, but. The rest of these games have been just phenomenal. You know what I mean? Like yes. I find myself becoming a football. The playoff best teams were definitely in the championship fanatic. games. Fanatic, yeah. I mean, go like the four best teams. Yeah, like you said, I think we're in the championship games. I'm I mean, not yeah. gonna say the best teams were are in the Super Bowl right now because of that call. I mean, I had I had Dallas going to the Super yeah, Bowl. That your, was kind of my hot really take. Bad. It was a hot take, and that fit that that fizzled and, out know, real quick. And I listen, you know, I, listen I, had, I got I got my flack for that. Yeah, I got my well flack deserved. for that. I, they, I but took, that's all right. I took a chance on him. I mean, I didn't realize that Dak Prescott was a fucking joke of a quarterback. <laughs> they, the Dallas, I'm just going to touch on the Dallas Cowboys because they're America's team. And I don't know why the Patriots aren't America's team yet. Can I just say that? Uh, I, why are the Cowboys America's team? Because they won a bunch of Super Bowls in the 90s? Because Jerry Jones is the I, richest guy. I think they're just in Texas. I think it's more of a geographical thing at this point. And I think they already have it. They already are America's team. And I think they don't. Why? What is four? Aren't they the most profitable franchise? Oh, like, by far. Yeah. It's like they're they're worth like, it's like four, them, then the like Yankees. three billion dollars. The Cowboys are worth, bro. Their new stadium they have. You've been there, I've right? I've been there, and it's give us give them a absolutely lowdown. Absolutely amazing. I went there for the final four. I was I don't know. 
By it the was way. the year when UConn won it, beat Kentucky. Kemba. Kem- no. No, Shabazz. Shabazz. Yeah. The Shabazz team. And I went to Jerry World. And let me just tell you, the Jumbotron above the court. How it was big bigger is- than the fucking court, dude. <laughs> it, like, if that Jumbotron had fallen, yeah. everyone from the fifth row <laughs> in is dead. Bro. There, it's so it's so big. Where I didn't like, even watch the court. I watched the jumbotron. The, I, I would have been better off watching it on exactly. my couch at home. The best punters in the league. That 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 screen is so big. They they can shank punts off of you that jumbotron. It. It's yeah. like it's that big. It's and crazy. They I mean, can the, fit it's so many. Jerry, it's literally an amusement park mm-hmm. when you go there. You walk in. It's like walking through the gates. But of it's heaven. like okay, Texas. But like that's America's team. Well, how, why not the Patriots? The red, I mean, white, yeah, and blue Patriots. Nine, they've been to the nine Super Bowls in 17 Boston, years. Boston. The Boston Tea Party. I, don't I, I, mean, I can't tell you why. I've been doing a lot of middle school subbing, and I'm getting up to date <laughs> on this history. Okay? Yeah. The Boston. Like, like, why not have the Patriots? Like, it's it's like the Lombardi Trophy. It's like, yeah, it's Belichick is obviously the best coach to ever play the game. I mean, that's undisputable, right? Yeah. He's the goat of all goats. And I was listening to a podcast driving up here. Uh, dirty sports. They're actually really, really funny. But uh, two two comedians. But they're yeah. they're pretty. Their sports knowledge is pretty all good. Right, all right. And they were arguing who's more responsible for the Patriots' success in in the last twenty years, Brady or Belichick. It's Brady. And I kind of wanted to hear your opinion on this subject. It's Brady. The way he picks through a defense. Mm-hmm. Come on. The way the the throws he makes, time after time after time after time, mm-hmm. dude. It, answer me this: When the Pats. At the end of that game last week, mm-hmm. Tom, the ball's in Tom Brady's hands in the overtime. What did you expect? Exactly uh, what was, happened, as right? So, as soon as, as, soon as, as we soon won as that the, coin toss, I knew it was, it was curtains. I, I knew, shut the TV I knew, off. I knew it was curtains, the curtains were closing, and the Chiefs' season was over. And I think everyone in the country probably and, knew that. And the one point I'm going to make about... But why did you feel that way? Because Tom Brady was going to come out dissect that defense, lead them down the field like he had done two times before that. Yeah. He had two to three game-winning drives in that, that game alone. I know, and it's like... And Ron- you got to credit Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs. I mean, they played a phenomenal game. Well, And if DJ Ford doesn't um, line up I six inches off the line... Points. Well, we're already... We're, on, probably, we're already... Yeah, we're, we're segmenting we're into, into, re, into recapping these games, but I, the Chiefs played a good half of football. The yeah, first the first half, half they the got The first dominated. half, they absolutely pissed Just themselves. Just like the first meeting, though. And this well, is what Belichick is so great at, mm-hmm. especially with young quarterbacks like Patrick Mahomes. And this is exactly what's going to happen to Jared Goff. I mean, Listen to me right now when I say this. This is exactly what's going to happen to Jared Goff. Yeah. Jared Goff is going to be so overwhelmed with the looks he's getting and the pressure up the middle that the Pats always seem to get. I mean, well, you just got to look at the numbers of that Chiefs game. We we doubled them up in time of possession, doubled them up in yards. How many third and, down completions? And listen, I'm gonna. This is the first of many times we're probably gonna talk about Rob Parker mm-hmm. this podcast. But he's like, Rob Parker's like two picks, one touchdown. Brady could have four touchdowns if he wanted. He's just choosing to hand the ball off to the running backs when they get in the red zone. Brady is so cal. My, Brady's so calculated. Yeah, I, I agree, hundred percent. Anytime he wanted to throw a touchdown in in mm-hmm. the red zone, he could. He could have four touchdowns. But you got to keep the defense on the edge mm-hmm. and give it off to Sony Michelle. Give it to James White. Let these guys mm-hmm. run it in. That way, the next time you come down, it's that much easier. And he's so calculated. That's why he's the greatest to ever do it. He but, makes it so easy on yeah. himself. No, and his there's, teammates. Th- there's no doubt he's the goat, and there's no doubt that he is more responsible for the success because he is physically on the field right. making the plays. And I think, but but a, but I'm gonna play a little devil's advocate for you. Ahead. Are you ready yeah. for this? Yeah. Without Brady, 
they the Pats are fourteen and six. Yeah. They won with Garoppolo. Garoppolo got injured. They won with Jacoby Brissett. How? They would How definitely still be a winning franchise. There's no doubt about it. With, with just Bill Belichick. If you just take Bill Belichick, take Tom Brady out of the equation, they're obviously going to win their games. But they're not going to have the, the nine Super Bowl trips with, the, with all this other stuff that's been thrown in because of Tom Brady's greatness mm-hmm. and what comes along with him. Yeah, I can see that, but... The, but the year Matt Castle, Matt Castle had more wins the one year in 07 he started than Brady did in 08. Mm-hmm. How does that add up? I, I don't know, Dev. I can't tell you that, but I do know. I know I'm not per- going to compare Matt Castle to Tom Brady. Yeah. I don't even know why you even thought about bringing that up. I but. mean, but 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 back to this Chiefs game. I mean, they showed in that second half. I mean, Pat Mahomes. I'll, I've said it. I've said it all year. He's, He's the, the MVP. Fifty two. Fifty two touchdowns. A record. Uh, Phenomenal season. I mean, Tyree Kill actually only had one reception. The Pats game plan was just phenomenal. They were going to double Tyree Kill every time. And Travis Kelsey had what, like two catches for forty-five yards or something like that. They're going to take away your best player, one-on-one on on your tight ends, and they're going to make Patrick Mahomes exactly what they uncomfortable. He couldn't step up in the pocket, Deb. They had so much pressure up the middle. He had to go either to his right or to his left. But he but he showed yes or no. He showed in that second half that he's the future of the NFL. Oh, he can ball. You know what Pat I mean? Mahomes like, is the real deal. Like I don't like eat, like Kansas City's just when Kansas up. City next year when Kansas City is playing, I'm gonna find myself tuning into a lot of their games. They because are must see. The their way he is, what he does is with his arm slot. I've he oh he he does it like a like a pitcher. I was just gonna say he's a baseball player at quarterback. He sidearm slings it. He'll drop it to drop it whatever drop it to it the takes, side when he wants. Whatever it takes to get it around those big hands of the the lineman coming like at him. If the the big lineman has his arm straight up, he'll drop it down three, three quarters, quarters and he'll throw it from the side a dart for, for fifteen yards. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Did you see the video of him hitting a golf ball? Yes, I did. Bro, Absolutely smashed holy shit. He <laughs> shat on that golf ball. For it, all our golf followers out there. It, it was, it, it, was a, it was a it was at a top golf, top and it golf, just and went it, gone it went into the, the darkness. The back, yeah. And I was like, "That's at least 300, 400 yard drive right yeah, there." I mean, not even close. But it was it was a fact of the matter. It was like whoever had the ball last was going to win that game. And this brings up another point about the NFL overtime rules. No, and and, and listen, listen, go listen. Ahead, this ahead, is my take ahead, on it. Go ahead. I understand that the defensive guys are paid, and they need to get a stop when they need to get a stop. But I still think that you need to give the other chance, the, the other team a chance to get the ball in overtime. They deserve the other team deserves a chance. Show me a like. I understand. I want to see a defense make a big stop. I want to see a defense come out and make a stop to win the game. Pat Mahomes should have got a chance in that overtime to come back and score a touchdown. Well, yes yeah, or no? that's the exact same thing. Like in Matt Ryan didn't get a chance to get the football the last time that this happened for the Pats, mm-hmm. and. But I'm I'm the other way. I love I love how the overtime is. I don't think, I think if you get game. a touchdown, touchdown ball game ball game ice it mm-hmm. field goal. I like how they give the other guy a chance. Mm-hmm. Obviously, because I mean, you have to if the field goal. Yeah, you have to. But, but I like I like how it is, and people are trying to say, oh, the coin toss isn't fair. Well, how can it not be fair? It's a 50-50 I knew chance. I knew as soon as it was right? heads, it was it, it was game. ball game. It was ball, ball game. game. But an- another point I want to bring up is, can game. we just? End the ties in the NFL. Yeah, like why are we like this is in soccer? Like I, I actually like watching the FIFA World Cup, but like like, there's no tying in professional football. Let's play the game till a team wins. Are we in agreement on that? It's a fucking joke. There was two like two or three ties this year. Yeah, and and and, and, it's the only game that does that. 
Basketball, seven overtimes later, you exactly. got a winner. Baseball, we had it in the World Series, a 27-inning game or whatever it was. You there, know? Ne- there needs to be a winner. If I'm watching two teams compete, you are paid that there much needs money. to be a winner and a loser. Fact. Yes. You are paid that much money, you put that much work in as a player, as a coach, as anyone involved with that franchise. You all want the win, obviously. Mm-hmm. But tying, that's like all your work down the drain for that week, you know? You tie, no, I agree. I, I don't like it. Well, let's touch real quick. Pats Rams in the Super Bowl. I'm a little disappointed about it. I I had well, the Pats. Wait, 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 wait. First, do you want to touch a little bit more on that missed call in the NFL refereeing? Because I think let, I let's mean, save let's save our Super Bowl predictions for the end of this segment. Okay. I, let's let's talk about this refereeing because this is this is I'm gonna I'm gonna give it. my quick take on. I liked it. what you said earlier off off air. So go ahead and say. What it. did I say off air? How. In New York, they should just have a guy yes, watching this. Is, this. Yes, this is exactly what should happen in NFL games. Mm-hmm. There needs a, every referee needs to be wearing a headset, and there needs to be a hundred and fifty motherfucking guys in New York watching every play happen. Yes, and as soon as it happens, they'll just call in. They'll just mic the ref. This is the ref might make a call, but if it needs to be go. So people are worried it's going to take too long, but like you said, if there's someone in New York already watching it happen, that call in that Saints game I is want, not a hard call to I make. want the right call to be made on the field. I mean, the Rams guy after was, he was like, dude, I clubbed him. I clubbed him. It was yeah, pass interference. Because we got away with one, but on to the Super Bowl, baby. Let's do it. I know. Pot I know. of gumbo. The Rams are eating gumbo are, in the fucking the locker Rams room. Are, the Rams are a bunch of No, I'm thugs. sorry. The two, And that's thugs. why I started this show off by saying I don't believe the two best teams are in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. mean, but like I said, I want, like I said, I had the Pats rain or Pats Saints mm-hmm. in the Super Bowl as my pick, so I'm also mm-hmm. a little bitter about that. Mm-hmm. But the Saints all year they they beat they beat the Rams yeah. in the regular season. The, their offense, I think, was better with Michael Thomas out there and the two running backs they got. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, also, what's the deal with Todd Gurley? Is he hurt? Because he only I had a couple. I have no of idea what happened that game. That, game. that was really weird because but CJ because he was well. standing on the sideline and uh, the on announcers the were like, "He's good." Yeah, but, but he just didn't CJ Anderson. Get in the game. They were riding him way too hard. He got they way too many carries. He's way too out of shape to yeah, to shoulder the load of an offense. He's like two hundred thirty five. Like exactly. He's just exactly. a bowling ball coming down the middle. But I mean, a little devil's advocate on the whole refereeing. Uh huh. There was they missed a face mask on Goff. They missed a okay, face yeah. mask on Goff when they were in the red zone. It should have been first and goal. What I thought should have happened is they call that face mask. It's 24-20. The Rams score a touchdown. They call that pass interference. What was it, at the 7? No, was that like it, the was, s- it was a little... Oh, the, the flag itself was at the 7. The 7. Yes. Yeah. And they, so, they take so it down. I would, I would have liked it. 24-20. The, the Saints get the ball at the 7-yard line, and let's play. If yeah. they score a touchdown, they win. This if they exactly don't, the Rams win. This is exactly what my win. dad said. He said... Just start it right there again. Just start it I was, right from I there. I put on Twitter, I'm like, I'm fine with them replaying the fucking, the the the, the fourth quarter or whatever, right. or since that time. Right. You know what I mean? I would I be fine with that. that exact moment, go back, whatever, how much ever time was on, yeah. or start that play did over. You see the, see the, the, did you see an attorney's filing a lawsuit? Yes, I did see that. That's, first, of all, that. first of all, I think it's a little ridiculous it that, they're filing, I mean, that they're filing a lawsuit. Point, at some point, you just got to take this one. Yeah, it, t- take it on the chin. You, and, no one's going to change you know anything who, one you know, way or another. You know who took it on the chin? Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Ca- Drew Brees came out after the game and was playing catch with his kids. Playing catch with his kids, no, tying his son's shoes, and that's a vet. That's that's just a that's just a dude who knows what matters in life. You and know I was what gonna I mean? say that's a guy understanding this Bro. is a game that you are paid a lot of money to do, and it's your lifestyle, and you should dedicate your life to it. But at at the end of it, it's a game. 
All right. It's not life or death. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, granted, a a legacy changer for Drew. Granted, I mean, and the NFL is the most popular sport. In, we, I get in the all U.S. That. and, also, and it was the not, biggest loss. It was the biggest loss of his career. Right. But at the end of the day, let's not make it. Well, let's, let's not take it into the court system. Like the refs fucked up that entire game. They fucked up that entire day. Yes, but it is gonna, what it is. So there were missed the calls on both sides. So did the Saints. They had two. Their first two drives. The Rams hadn't even got a first down yet. They got two red zone trips. How about that fake and punt? They, yeah, that was a fucking big balls momentum swing right there. And that the was Saints, huge. The Saints should have been up fourteen nothing, and this wouldn't even be a problem. But they. Only get three, six points out of two field goals yeah. at the be- in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. They could have iced that game early. Another so question. So let's not act like that's the only play that's going to decide the and game. And another Great, question I have biggest, is: but. is that last drive the Saints had? Why were they throwing the ball? Throwing the ball on no, first down. No, down their throat, kick the field goal. That's and pretty much a timeout, game. incomplete pass. That's a timeout for the Rams, and they threw the ball again on third down. You yeah. run the fucking ball there, you run out the clock, and you kick the field goal. Why are you throwing the ball? That didn't make any sense to me. But at the end of the day, I mean, Sean Payton has every right. To be right. mad, and the Saints have every right to be mad. But we need to we need we need to come back to reality a little bit. A little bit. Come back to bring it into perspective. Everyone's and it is what it is. We are moving on to the Super Bowl, and, and so are we. Let's talk about. Yeah, it. and can I give can I give my I'm little sure. uh, that that I haven't that I haven't really released yet? You know yeah. you know who the Rams remind me of? Who? They remind me of the New York Giants. No, the their their defensive front four. Sue yeah, and Aaron Donald remind me a lot of Michael Strahan and Jason Pierre-Paul, an inexperienced quarterback in Eli Manning, decent wide receivers, the Rams. Can I tell you the biggest difference? Well, what I mean, I think the front, the Rams front four is the is going to get a lot of pressure on Brady. I, I, think. I agree. I think Brady was Aaron, clean. Aaron, in that. You see the swing moves Aaron Donald was doing. Yeah, and then the, against and then the Dominic Saints, bro, looked like oh, the, old, was, the old. And the Rams, I think they remind me a lot of the New York Football Giants. I mean, do you want me to give my pick right now? Yeah, give your pick, and then I'm gonna. I mean, obviously, I have I have the Pats winning. I mean, I, I just the line right now. I can't, the Pats are favored by two. I two can I cannot see Jared Goff coming in. And this is this and, is you're making my point for me. And and beating Tom Brady, I just I can't see it happening. And uh, I have the I have the Pats winning like thirty to thirty to twenty. 30 to twenty, and you I think I, they're and, gonna win by ten points. And I don't really think it's gonna be. Close at all. I think the Pats are going to come out early. They're going to score. Goff's going to have a turnover in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the Rams' defense is obviously going to get to Brady a little bit. But I think, I mean, I love Sean McVay. I think he's, I think he's the next Bill Belichick. I agree. He's Honestly, he's an a genius. incredible coach. He's thirty. Thir- what he's doing 33. at thirty three. Just turned. 33. What he's doing at age thirty three. A lot. Some of his, a lot of his players are older than him. You know what yeah. I mean? What he's doing this young in his career. I, I don't think I've ever seen a coach become this successful. Not this young. Or this I mean, young. But he's obviously Granted, I'm great. Twenty one. I haven't seen many. But it's a little. But it's a little too soon for this Rams team. I, think, I agree. He's got to a win taste. The Super Bowl. You got a taste of. Let me hear it exactly. So I mean, I got Pat. I got the Pats by a million. End of discussion. I'm going to say exactly what I have written down. They got three goats on their team. Belichick, the goat of all goats when it comes to coaching. Brady, Nine the goals. goat of all goats when it comes to. Definitely quarterbacks, almost players. Mm-hmm. Players in general. And then he's gonna be, he's, he, if he wins, he's going to be the only player with six. Six uh, he's Bowls. got more Super Bowls than any other franchise. Super Bowl appearances. The Pats. Yeah, appearances, sorry. He has nine. And then, and, yeah, yeah, he has nine. And the yep. Steelers have eight with Green Bay. Yep, yep. And then I got Gronk, who's the greatest tight end. I mean, I In think... In my eyes, I mean, you got Tony Gonzalez. I mean, Tony Gonzalez... better career stats... 
but Gronk hasn't played as long, and he's got the, exactly. he's got the rings. And what I like to compare goats is I like to take their their best five to seven years. I like and how dominant. I like were that. You. I didn't realize that that's what you did, but yeah. And well, that like sometimes like when it's when when I'm comparing Gronk, who's obviously not going to play the long because he gets his Gronk, and he's is, obviously come down. He's obviously come down a lot from what he was. He's but come you down. Still got a game plan. That catch he made last week, you, unbelievable. T- Tony Romo called it before it even happened. Just like every other play, Tony Romo and the, Tony Robo should be the next coach of the Football Dallas genius. Cowboys. Honestly, <laughs> that's a hot fucking take Why right is there. And Tony I like Robo it. not the fucking coach of the Dallas Listen, Cowboys over I'm, Jason Garrett. He called every single play if exactly I, how it if, happened if, against Tom Brady. If I'm a shit organization, Tony like Rowe's the Browns, the like, like the Bengals, I'm listening to that game going this. Get that dude guy on the is a football genius. He was Sabon. predicting the plays before they. I I mean I'd listened to Tony Romo before, and but I knew for some I reason listen to him. But the he, other day it was like it's wow. like he had the Pat's fucking playbook right in front of him. It's he almost knew, like he had Belichick he on what the, the audibles hey, uh, were. What play you about to run? So I can just say it. Yeah. All right. Word. He knew what the audibles were. I'm listening to it like he goes. Oh, Brady doesn't like it. Smart. He's gonna, he's gonna run smart. it to the left now. What and, do they do? Yep, left ten yard gain. And so, what's your what's your prediction so I got for your pats. score? Uh, so I said pass by a million. I realistically, I think they win by a field goal or two, maybe one touchdown. I don't have them winning by more than a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And I I love exactly what you said. I think Jared Goff is going to be a little overwhelmed first time in the playoffs. He's definitely going to have some turnovers. All right, so give me your pick. Give me your so, score. So I got Pats by. I'll give I'll give him a touchdown. I'll say Pats by a touchdown. Pats yep. by a touchdown. I I agree. I think Jared Goff is going to look like a first-time quarterback in the Super Bowl. He's going to have some turnovers. and I, I, think I just don't see anyone beating this Pats team who has so much experience in the playoffs and Super Bowls. I and mean, and it's like it's the perfect storm. I, I, I mean, I don't know where you stand on Brady and Gronk retiring, but I think, I think if we win this. I think they I, should go. I think if, yeah, I think if we win, I, you'll see Brady retire and you'll see Gronk retire. As much as I hate him, as much as. This playoff run makes me think that Brady can play two to three more years. Why not end on top yeah. after a Super Bowl? And I as far as and no, as far as Gronk no one goes, wants to see Brady come down that cliff either. You know, like he beat fall at the, if he superstars retired, on decline are the toughest thing to watch in professional sports. So, D Wade, yeah, how tough is it watching D Wade? Carmelo, it's like and it comes to Westbrook. a point in time. Where, yeah, exact Westbrook. Now we it starts where you just you start seeing decline, and it's really tough, it's to, tough watch to watch as a fan who watched him in their prime. Mm-hmm. And you know how great they are. And okay. Gronk, and for Gronk's situation, it's all health. You yeah. know what I mean? Gronk has gotten beat up. How how many straight games has he worn that fucking arm <laughs> for robot, robot arm? sleeve he has? Robot it's arm. like it's like that that dude. He well he well, well the bottom line is he plays in the trenches. You yeah. know what I mean? The the majority yeah. of the game he's it's spent blocking, and he's fought through a lot of injuries. He and he gets hit low a lot, and you'd hate to see. His career end on like a knee injury, like a like a D exactly. back going so into his knee. Why not retire with the Super Bowl and mm-hmm. call it a what career? What is he? Thirty years old. He hasn't spent a cent of his game check yet. It's it all been advertising. You know how much he's going to make after football exactly. just by being Gronk? He's going to become like barstool sports. Their yeah, face their guy. Face, like he's going to have he's no problem something. finding a job after football. He's, he's set up. That's fine. It's, but, um, football is such a tough game, bro. Where sometimes like. Like Deion Sanders did, you get to age thirty, and it's you're just, like, yeah. "Do I want to live past 50, 55 years old? Do I want to live a long, healthy life?" Mm-hmm. I mean, it's and a lot of those guys tough just get sport, hit after tough, hit after tough, hit. Tough so sport. we got the Pats rolling. 
I mean, that's. And so, yeah. I would like to hear Pick what Rob Parker has to say about, I don't about the Pats. A single thing what about the Super Bowl. You think he has the Pats Rob winning? Rob Parker, Max Kellerman, Jalen Rose should all just be Shannon fired. Sharp, Shannon, Shannon Sharp, too. Shannon Sharp, fired from their jobs immediately. I'm calling for heads. Mm-hmm. Max Kellerman, I'm watching him this week again. And he just stick to boxing, dude. Get <laughs> well, out of. A, I can't. I, I know. I don't even want to get off on that tangent. They're just that I know. bad. I know. It's not worth it. It's so not worth it. But then, okay. So wanna, we got. So we got the baseball Hall of Fame. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the the they just released it. We got. So Ma- who got, we got Well, well we, we got Mariano we, Rivera getting unanimous. A unanimous the first 100%, person ever. hundred percent. Which I kind of like that. I mean, he got that. A hundred percent. That's impressive. That's hard. First to do. player ever. I mean, hard. granted, he is the best player hard at his position. And then you have. Mike Mussina, mm-hmm. Martinez, mm-hmm. and then you got Halliday. Halliday was first Halliday, ballot. Yeah, Halliday was Locked first ballot, in. which is, I mean, understandable. He had a, Mus- he had a phenomenal career. Mussina, I was looking at you. Stats. You had a problem with him. You had, I you don't had a problem like with the fact that he got in over Kurt Schilling this year. And you as a and what about Clemens too? Clemens, well, first off, Clemens and Ballin should be in just because they were superstars. I get they did the steroids, they did all this, that, the other thing, but I mean that they, they were so. They changed so the game. dominant. They changed and Barry the game. Bonds, yeah. if you even just take the first half of his career without steroids, he's still a Hall of Famer. Three straight MVPs he's before he went on steroids. All right. He is. He was the best outfielder in the game before so steroids. Put an asterisk Defensive, next to all offensive. those other numbers after, or, from that point on. Or no, you just put an asterisk and say played in the steroid era from '95 right. to 2005, along with Clemens. Because but you have they, you have Bonds's. Fucking home run ball is three seven hundredth whatever home run ball. You got his bat, his you got shilling in sock in there. Everything's in there, but the actual but the fucking person, person right. who did all who who put in work. It's ridiculous. And Schilling's postseason numbers speak for themselves. I mean, eleven he's and two, got, like a two six five he's ERA. Got a World Series with two different teams with the Diamondbacks and pitched the Red Sox. In, he pitched in the biggest, biggest games. Moments. I mean, I put and a lot. He of, always wanted the ball. He was the mm-hmm. first one to stand up and go, "Give me the ball." And you were talking and I'll about you there. and you were talking and about Musina. I mean, we're not Yankee haters. Musina, he's got a losing record in the playoffs with almost a four ERA. It's like... That doesn't, that, that, that doesn't, that add, doesn't up. add up. And I like Martinez, Edgar Martinez getting in. First just, DH. Oh, it was his 10th year. It was his last year. Uh, you and they him threw in. him a bone. They threw, I, I think they threw him a bone because... I think they did it for the DHs, for, though. For the DHs. Because the DH is becoming such a big... He's getting... is becoming such a big position. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, and then you have... Okay, Bonds, I think Bonds and Clemens got around like 56%. So they'll the probably get in the next over, three or four in. years. But I just I wish, mean, why do they got to wait? You, you know, know, he's going to get in, he's going to get in. in. These they guys should have been be in the first ballot. And, it and then you have over. Manny, too, who Manny's well, numbers are unbelievable. Up, Ortiz, you know, guys well, who have A-Rod. What's going to happen when those guys are up? I know, I know. And and Ortiz, he was popped, right? He was popped, but they he tested... He was on the list. He was, he was on the list. I don't think he ever got popped. I think they, they tested him, like, they tested a sample that was back, like, so far where they couldn't pop him for it, but he did test positive right. during one test, but it was so right. far back where they couldn't get him for it. I mean, all of those Ramirez guys... Did. But all of those guys mixed in mixed in some roids at that time. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think, I think Griffey, I think Griffey... Mike Piazza, they voted Mike Piazza, and you see pictures of Mike Piazza, just a brick shit house. Yeah, you know what I mean. He was huge. He was definitely on steroids. I'm but, not gonna say Ken Griffey was though, because you saw his decline. Guys on steroids don't have that decline. You saw Griffey get kind of fat, mm-hmm. lose his athletic ability. Maybe, Guys maybe, on steroids maybe don't really Griffey, have that. maybe Griffey didn't do it. But you saw the you injuries. Know. The injuries happened, and that happened with Bonds right. too. You know what I mean? A lot of steroid right. users at the end of their well, your career. Your joints go. It tears on yeah. your ligaments. It's exactly. Not good. I mean, obviously, steroids aren't good for you. 
don't do them. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, but I think the fact of the matter is a lot of these voters are old white, white and, folks and who are other, stuck in the, who are stuck right. in their ways. And that's you know what I mean. Thing. And and those guys They're aren't going to get their respect till we get some new modern style voters exactly. in there. You know what I mean. Exactly. And, and then you have the argument about Pete Rose, and I know it's very controversial, but yeah, now, he, he bet gambling. on baseball, yeah, but he did not. It was no performance enhancing drugs. Pete Rose, in and my opinion, so is games. him and Bonds are one and two. Yeah. as my best hitters ever in MLB history. And mm-hmm. the fact that they're not in mm-hmm. the Hall of Fame is just ridiculous. It's a joke. I mean, the type of players they let in back in the day. I mean, and let's talk we about... We were talking about this. They let... Early on, every league did this, has done this. Early on with their Hall of Fame voting, they let too many people in. Way too they many let, people in. No, I'm not going to say bums. Obviously, a Hall of Famer is a Hall of Famer. But guys with numbers who wouldn't really compare... To people who are coming out nowadays, mm-hmm. getting ready to come into the Hall of Fame, and now mm-hmm. now it's more like it's it's harder to get in because all these other guys are already in there with less lesser stats, mm-hmm. but they're taking up that space. You know, I know it happened in the NBA too. Exactly, I mean, you got you got like like I mentioned before before the podcast, Tracy McGrady. Right, is he really a Hall of Famer when you really look at his career? Yeah, he was a great scorer for about five years, but he didn't do much of anything in the playoffs. Right. He had a relatively short, short prime, shortened, shortened prime because of, of injuries. But because they let in the nineteen fifties, right. fucking Boston, like some of the Celtics the whole guys Boston didn't. Team. Yeah, the whole Boston team got in. It's just you. You got to give him a nod. Yeah, and then you got Shoeless Joe Jackson. So think, yeah, Shoeless just... Joe Jackson is a career. Uh, if for those of you who don't know who Shoeless Joe Jackson is, played Shoeless. for the White Sox back in the day, nineteen twelve. He bet on. No, he threw he the, they, the, their team through the World right. Series. He's part of the Black Sox. But yeah. he is a career three seventy. I was looking up his stats. Three seventy hitter. Yeah, I mean, sucks. he was the be- he was, him and Honest Wagner. Although, were the, him I, and Honest I'm, Wagner I'm were the two best this. players. Were the I two best think, players back then. I don't think he should get in. To me, if you throw a game, especially a World Series, because you bet on it, don't you're not in. That's debatable. That's no, debatable. But if you look at his, in. but if you look at his statistics, Pete Rose he had only, a, always he, bet on his team to win. So that ga- I, to me, that gave him more incentive to go out there and try to Ty be Cobb, even better. A lot of people don't know this, but Ty Cobb's a murderer. Ty I Cobb's a murderer. I read a story. I read a story on him today where he was in Detroit and he was walking home, and three dudes jumped him, and he fought back and he beat one of the dudes to death with the back end of his pistol. Pete Rose. That's not a. What, that's not a murder. That's self defense. They jumped him. Well, he I mean, still the killed dead, the dude. He but... still killed the dude. He broke. Pete uh, Ty Cobb. So did Ray is, Lewis. Ty Cobb. I know. Ty Cobb is on record jumping into the stands at a game and beating the absolute fuck out of a fan with no arms. I had no idea about that. But they're gonna let him in. But they're gonna let. But they're gonna let Ty Cobb. Ty Cobb used to fight with umpires. Bloody fights with umpires. That's and everything's so different. That's what I'm saying. Just, it's crazy. I think. But what my stance on it is. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta let the guys who deserve to get in get in. Right, Bonds. And I'm sick of this. If a guy's a Hall of Famer, put an asterisk famer, next to their name. What makes him a Hall of Famer in year ten and not in year one? You know why is this longevity thing? I can get it. You know you can only let so many people in a year, and I get mm-hmm. why they got to push them back onto balance. And there's so many and players in baseball I too. I get that. I positions. Get, I get it, but it's like. Why is he not a Hall of Famer year one, but all of a sudden year 10 comes along and now he's a Hall of Famer, you know, because it's his last shot. Mm-hmm. Guys feel bad for him or something? You're yeah. just going to let, you're going to let charity cases into mm-hmm. the Hall of Fame now? Yeah, I'm going to end it with this. You put him in, put put an asterisk next to Pete Rose's, Pete Rose's name. Or just put him in a different section of the Hall of Fame, you know? Oh, here's the steroid era. Come in mm-hmm. and see this exhibit. Barry Bonds, all I feel the guys like, you want to see yes are in no, there. I feel like the younger generation 
doesn't, doesn't care, look steroids, doesn't look bad. at steroids, and doesn't look at this the whole gambling oh, thing. 100%. It's, it's more the old white folks who have a serious problem with them technically cheating, cheating, cheating the game. Right. We know those guys. We know those game. guys were superstars and studs. A Rod. Right. A Rod is so so much better. But than to Derek. me, they were in that era. Everyone else was doing it. If they didn't do it, they were going to fall back, and they wouldn't be on these. You know ballots. what's going to happen? They Derek, be you know what's going to happen? Derek Cheater's going to get in. He's going to be. He's going to have ninety nine percent of the votes or whatever. But and then A Rod's not going to get in when he comes so up. Year and, ten. And it's going to be like, wait A-Rod's a minute. A better player. You know, every Yankees fan knows. Every baseball fan knows. Right. With or without steroids, A Rod was a head and shoulders better player yes, than Derek Jeter. 100%. The fact that's that's a fact of the matter, but because he got bopped, it's it's technically cheating the game. It is and it is cheating, but you know, the guy was a stud without it. Exactly. And he used it because everyone else was using mm-hmm. it. So that's my take on the steroids. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I think you I think we gotta let him in. All right, yeah. let's, let's, let's do let's what we do best. Switch to some hoop stock. Let's do what hoop we stock. do best. Let's do some hoop stock. And All right, we'll start with a little we'll touch on a little college hoops. I mean nothing crazy nothing, has really I happened. Mean, Did you watch that Duke Virginia game? Um yeah. That Duke, every that Duke Virginia it. game was crazy. Elite. Awesome. I mean Yes, Duke was missing no, Trey, Jones. Trey Jones, who's and an RJ NBA Barrett point guard. Did exactly what I thought he would do: take over the load of being a playmaker. He had thirty plus points in that game. Mm-hmm. And yes or no, though, this is my theory on Duke. I think RJ being that aggressive helps Zion, Zion opens it up, opens the game up, especially because he can because get those putbacks. And exactly, those, he and can work around the rim a little bit. And Zion is, I think Zion's the number one pick, but I don't think an offense can be run through him. He does not have the defensive, he does not have the offensive prowess right. to run an offense to him. But every other aspect of the game, he is fucking dominant. great. Blocking the ball, he will, he can guard any well, guy. That's what I'm saying. He it's, can handle. He can, he can right. score at the rim, but he just doesn't have the so overall. That's what I'm saying. If RJ Barrett's taking it to the cup and everyone's looking at him, oh, here comes Zion sneaking over your back he's jumping over you all of a zion, sudden and he's got a yeah. 360 reverse zion, on your head exactly like, zion in the nba i think so is gonna be the best robin the game has seen he's not gonna be the batman he's not gonna be the superstar but he's gonna be that second guy who's just unbelievable like a scotty pippen no like I, a scotty zion changing it changing a franchise he's still gonna change a franchise but he can't be the number one offensive weapon on a team no he's gonna need a, a point guard to be able to get him the ball to in his spots you know he's gonna need a savvy but point he's guard. looking better and he's gonna need a team around and him better and better and be- better like, <laughs> it's like i i but mean how can you not get better playing under well we K? both we both said it at the be- we both said it at the beginning of the year people were like zion's only a dunker he can't do no. this he's six seven he takes one cross, one quick behind the back, yep. and then he's at the rim, finishing through contact. And if he misses and it, he's got the quickest second jump ever. I know. And it's still over the rim. He, his second jump is mm-hmm. higher than everyone else's first jump. There's no there's no guy comparable. The, my comparison for Zion is if you mix Charles Barkley and Blake Griffin together. Yeah. He's got the handle of Blake Griffin and the toughness and the, yeah. and the post-game prowess of a, of a Charles Barkley. Yep. And people, I mean Blake Griffin now is on a little bit of a decline, but remember him on the Clippers Dude, when he, he ended careers. One, Paul Gasol was Twice. never the same Twice. after he fucked after he put that on his head. Oh my god. Blake Griffin has some of the best in-game dunks ever. Yep. But now that he's on the Pistons and people don't really give him a lot of respect. I mean, he's a little bit on the decline in another his career. Another guy, another which, guy who relied on his athleticism. Yeah, relied on his, and, his and Barkley speaks for itself. I mean, he's a top Hall twenty player of all time. I mean, he's an absolute animal. Yeah. I can see. I compare. Like he looks a little like like size yeah. and strength I can more see like what you're Zion. There. But, but I mean, uh, the but other Virginia, teams, Virginia, Virginia look good too. I mean, Tennessee has looked pretty good all year. They almost lost, they, they almost dropped almost that cut, one to Vandy. Yeah. But they have the senior leadership, and they. Can't, but the fact they that told, they didn't drop it, you know, exactly. they found a way to win. Speaks a lot. I, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Michigan lost. They're no longer undefeated. And but they, I still they see almost, Michigan. They just, a, they just won on that buzzer beater. Michigan mm-hmm. and then Kansas and North Carolina. Uh, but those we, teams how, are, we've been saying it since the beginning. Kansas is shaky. Every game they've played shaky. is very close, shaky. down to the wire. Now they've. Won I don't have. I don't have a lot of faith in Kentucky no. or North Carolina. Those teams Auburn are wishy played well against Kentucky. I'm pretty sure Auburn lost, but Auburn's Auburn played athletes. well. No, my, the the best teams Nevada's right now. The best teams right now. Nevada is way overrated. Every analyst is like Nevada is way you overrated. Wait. You just wait. Oh, you think they're gonna make a run in the tournament? The best teams right now are obviously Duke's the most talented team, mm-hmm. and I and I think has the most quality wins. Tennessee has shown that they belong. Yes. They have the senior leadership. Virginia. They got some dudes who can play. Yep. Virginia looked really good. They got that dude Hunter, mm-hmm. who's a problem. They got Kyle Guy, who's really good. And I still think Gonzaga has. They have I the senior seen point guard. Play a lot lately, they have Achimura, who's mm-hmm. who's who's I think is going to be. He was an NBA prospect. Definitely. I see them. I see th- those are my four teams in the Final Four right now. Every other team, Michigan State, I guess, has been more consistent than like the Kansases and the North right. Carolinas. But all those teams are dropping games left and right, mm-hmm. and every game is close. I don't see any well, we consistency are, in, with I those guys. I said this. We're, it's we're the in dog conference. Days. We're in it's conference. the dog days. It's the conference season. Everyone's starting to get back to school. Now mm-hmm. they got to kind of go back to class mm-hmm. if they even go to class, which I doubt they do. Like I said, but they got to maybe think about it. Like I said, this March Madness, I can't wait I for can't March wait. Madness. It Everyone is by tune far in. We're going to have a huge buy-in for a big huge pool. Bu- yep. It's going to be so much fun. I can't, I lo- best time of year. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to mm-hmm. take everyone's money. And, and the last thing I want to touch on as far as college hoops goes is that boy from Murray State. Yeah. Ja Morant? Ja Morant. He, he's, first of all, he's had two of the best dunks in college basketball. Come down the lane. How big boop, is he? 6'3"? Boop, boop on your head. 6'3", 6'4". And he's a but, point guard, right? But I didn't realize but his overall game was you know that he good. He's a top five. Zion. Yeah. He played on the same team with Zion Williamson. Imagine going to that, that, that was, game. That was highlight shows. That was literally oh a highlight reel all over the place. And he, and his he's overall. He's a top three pick in the draft right And now. his overall he game is good. He's RJ, and then him. I know. I know. I mean, that's how it's got to be. It's impressive that a guy from Murray State. You know but I mean? you think he had to go to Murray State because he played with Zion? They, you think? I think it took he, some of his. I think he was just one of those guys, or maybe got, a little bit of a late bloomer. Got, yeah, a late bloomer who got a lot better. But in I love, college. I love seeing guys at mid majors, lower Damian level schools. Lillard. Damian Lillard at I Weber State. It. Nobody yeah. knew who Damian Damian Lillard's efficiency. Damian Lillard's efficiency stats at mm-hmm. Weber State are some of the best NCAA mm-hmm. has ever seen. And it's some of the best players in the, in the NBA right now. It's shown are from in the NBA. Mid majors, low level. I mean, CJ McCollum out of Lehigh. Mm-hmm. I mean, players, all star players that mm-hmm. come out of these schools, and I just love seeing it. It's awesome. This talent. Especially this, this talent. guy. There's talent all over the place, is what I'm saying, dude. Mm-hmm. All right, so anywhere. let's segue into, right into the big boys. The big boys. The big boys. The best of the best. The little NBA talk. All right, so we're going to do this let's, new segment. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's just start. Can we start with Harden? And then we'll do you that want, last do segment. Because okay. I, I do like that last mm-hmm. segment. Well, let's talk about Harden. What, I mean, th- he's, these numbers he's putting. I, James Harden that's is mind-boggling. He's putting on – this is a scoring run. That I've, no one's ever seen. I've ever I've never seen since the likes of Kobe Bryant. Obviously, MJ averaged 30 for his career. and right. Obviously, a great score. But Harden, what he's doing right now, I haven't seen since Kobe went on that run. I'm going to read you what I have written teams. down about Harden. He's the best offensive weapon the NBA has seen since Kobe. Best pure offensive score since Kobe, in my uh, eyes. I mean, I would argue Kevin Durant. Score? Kevin Durant has just been consistent his whole career getting He gets buckets. his, and obviously, Harden has, I Harden. think Durant's the more unguardable player, but the things that Harden 
are, is doing by himself. Remember, Durant has always played with superstars. Mm-hmm. Always. Mm-hmm. No, Never no, not well, had Harden, other superstars. Well, Eric Gordon has missed time this year. Chris Clint Paul's Capella's missed four, is miss, missing four to six weeks. No, Chris Paul. And Chris Paul's been out fucking... He's Chris playing Paul with is a walking paper mache doll. Why is he injured all the time? They The Rockets need it's him to come bad, back. too bad, too, because I'd love to see him make a run in the finals. Remember on the, the Hornets finals. when he set that record for most consecutive games with a steal? And assists. Where's that oh. guy? I want to see a little glimpse. Well, he's glimpse. old now. I know. I, mean, I know, but he still showed... he was drafted in 2003. But last year in the playoffs, he showed that he can still do it. Oh, he can still get it done. He's a top point guard, but... The other things I ever... He got 61 in Madison Square Garden the other night. First, ties Kobe. Tied Kobe. The only person to score more I don't is know. Carmelo with 62. I don't know if people have looked at the box score of that game, but he missed 13 threes. But so you're, this you're is, hearing it first. Right. You're I'm going to say it because you're about it. to make my yep, point for go me. Go for it. The only... There's only two players in the game, in my eyes, right now, that could touch Kobe's 81-point game. And it's, without a doubt, James Harden. Mm-hmm. Who I I legitimately think at some point we are going to see him get yeah. get to that I, number. I, I, I really do. I, I put that on our Instagram page. You're going to see it I whether really it's do. this year and I have whether it's next year when at when, some point when, this dude is going to go unconscious dummy mode mm-hmm. and hit everything. I mean, he had 61 and he missed 13 exactly. three pointers. It's going to be one of these games. I mean, he's had 36 at the half twice. Yeah. I mean, he is chomping at the bit to have. One of these, and hits. I think the only other player that can he's get hot like that is Steph together. Curry because yeah. he's got the ball all the time, mm-hmm. and he can shoot these threes that are just ridiculous. But the way James Harden scores to me is a better has a better chance of getting those points because yeah. it gets to the free throw line so much. And and, and this is scoring my, when the clock isn't running. And this is, is and this is my take on on James Harden going to the free throw line so much. People are like, that's the only like knocking him for going to the line so much. He's not doesn't have the whistle in his. He's Don't not. This isn't Rucker Park where he's calling his own fouls. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's Don't foul fouled. the dude. Like he's the refs make, are making the calls. The best refs in the world are making the foul calls. Don't knock him for going to the line that Deb, much. I see a highlight every night. Him hitting a three and getting fouled. Mm-hmm. He has a four point play every night. Mm-hmm. You know how hard and that then, is. And then he goes to the cup, and it's like it's. He's kind of got the, a little bit of a little bit of the LeBron factor. There's always contact there. Right. And in the regular They're season. You yeah. know how the NBA works in the regular season. They're going to give the points. benefit of the doubt to the offensive player because they want to see scoring. 160 to 150 games because yeah. more scoring. I don't know about you, but I like watching those games. Oh yeah, you I know what I mean. Watch. I don't. The the game is about buckets. I, I mean, Kyrie I'm a Irving fan. I'm Drew. listen. I'm a fan of you know the 85 to 80 mm. defensive barn burners. But what would you it's rather cool. see that or would you rather come see out here get a bucket between the legs cross? You I'm get trying to, to see hoop. a dude get 50. I'm yeah. trying to see a dude get 60. 100%. You know what I mean? And it's not 100%. like those guys aren't playing defense. It's just the offensive players in today's game are so They're... much more well-rounded and talented than they were back in the 90s. I was arguing with my dad. Name five shooting guards other than Michael Jordan that were elite back in the 90s. Joe Dumars. Yeah, hey, that's Pistons. that's a guy I brought up. If you're listening to this, tweet at me, Instagram at Instagram at the wow, account. That's, a, that's tough. Michael Jordan that's very tough. played against some of the worst shooting guards in the, in, the, in that ten year span. Uh, you do this way too much. Why you always got to disrespect Michael on? This I'm not. Show? I'm not disrespecting Michael. I'm just saying that players in today's game are more talented. Yes or no? Yeah, overall. Overall, the, thank the pool, you. The player pool is definitely more talented. It's evolution. It's Absolutely. evolution. It happens. Absolutely. And eventually but, we're going to see a player. But you got to also realize the rules are changing. Zion, we've never seen a player like Zion. Never, it's never. evolution. It's happening. It's, these are generational type players we're talking about. Mm-hmm. You're only going to see them once. Mm-hmm. You know? There's never going to be another Kobe. There's never going to be another James Harden. There's not going to be another LeBron. Mm-hmm. Michael. 
okay, these guys, but we love to compare them, and that's what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. And I think since Kobe, James Harden is, is the closest thing to that kind of a score, that kind of a volume score mm-hmm. well, we've he, seen. Yeah, he's got he's got that Kobe mindset. Like he does. He's James Harden will miss five threes in a row. What's he doing he's with that human sixth shoot one? Button. What's he doing with that sixth he's one? Human shoot button. RJ has a little bit of that too. Oh, he'll take it. RJ will. RJ will shoot the ball twenty seven. He'll go. He'll go three for twenty seven, and you'll see him after the game. It's like yeah. it's like he went. They they've been saying it for how many years? Shooters shoot. Mm-hmm. Shooters got, shoot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you got. How have, do you get out of a slump? Keep shooting. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's the only way you're gonna do exactly. it. Exactly, and I think you know, James. I hope his, his you know guys got to come back. His game, his guys got to come back because he's, he's back. He's, he's playing shouldering. with Dev. And no, who was that dude? Who was that? House, House. Daniel, Daniel House, House played at Texas A and M. I know they and and they bring him up from the G Gerald League. Green has been thrown around for every team to and team. It's like, what's well, James Harden gonna kick it to him in the court? No. All right, that's just not gonna happen. Might as well throw Anthony Bennett out there, the biggest bust. But I hate to see. I hate to see him get burnt out because he's playing so many and minutes and that's what I'm scared so of. we're going to get to the playoffs and that he's going to be burnt out he's not going to have these kinds of nights and that's that's going to change the narrative back to oh can't get it done he in the playoffs he can't get it done in the playoffs great regular season player but look at this load he's shouldering it's it's on it's fucking unbelievable i know what it's, he's doing it's exciting he's averaging how much what 50 over the last over five games that, last five games averaging like 52 points that's unbelievable it's crazy that's unbelievable the it's like he's breaking records he's on lists with only Wilt Chamberlain, but Wilt, Wilt just Cham- Wilt Wilt Chamberlain averaged fifty points like a hundred for a hundred and fifteen straight games. Yeah, how that's is that never going to po- be touched? How is that even possible? Well, you want to talk about a bad player pool, Dev? Let's talk about who. I'm just Wilt saying, Chamberlain. I'm, Wilt Chamberlain's playing against guys our size. You Bill know, Russell, white guys our he was size. Playing against Bill Russell. Yeah, Bill Russell, what's he six ten? Will Chamberlain was seven two. One of the best shot blockers ever, bro. There were he there wasn't blocking Will Chamberlain's Mike shot. Where George do you, where Mike do you and think dude. the Mike and layups came from? The Mike and Drew. You know how many Mike and layups? <laughs> Mike and, and layman's man. Mike yeah. and layman's. That's yeah. all it is. Jesus. If you're not doing Mike and layman's as a coach, you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Fact. But let's get into this new segment. We got three teams up, three teams three down. Three teams on the rise. Three teams on let's the start. Let's start. Let's, let's start with teams on the rise, and we'll go back and forth. You give your first one, then I'll give my first one. All right. Starting. I'm going to start with three. The yeah, third, the third team I have. On I mean, I don't list. have mine ranked. It's in oh, no okay. specific so order. Well, I'm just gonna go bottom to top. Okay, then. go. So I got the Celtics on the rise right now. I can see it coming. I can see the Celtics gaining that little bit of momentum. They won like six out of their eight last eight games mm-hmm. or something. Six like in, that. No, five or six in a row. They won oh, five six, or six yep. in a row. Whatever it is, you can just see them starting to get more comfortable. Ever since Kyrie called out the young guys, you know, mm-hmm. people gave him a lot of crap for that, but. Kyrie called him out, and now they're responding. Yeah, my... And Kyrie's been balling. Yeah, my... my I've figured it out. The Celtics have been so up and down. They've been throwing me through emotions. I think a championship... I know, right? <laughs> nothing. Seriously. Championship, nothing. I Trade think everyone to if, championship. Exactly, exactly. I think if Kyrie can facilitate yes. like... I'm talking. I'm talking ten to twelve dimes a game. If he can facilitate, like one of the best point guards in the game, we we can be great. But if he goes into if he goes into his dribble mode, he has that little bit of James Harden in him. Kyrie can go into dribble mode, and that just takes every other person on the court at a rhythm. He needs to play in the flow of the offense. I'm saying early, late in games. I want Kyrie with the ball. Oh, he's one of the best closers in the game. He's he's arguably the the most clutch player Literally. in the game right. right now. I mean, 
late but, in games, I want him doing his shake and bake, turnarounds, and whatever it's got to exactly, be. Exactly. But he, early in the game, it shouldn't be that hard for him to get those assists with guys on the wings like Tatum, Hayward, exactly. addition down to Horford, and and Jalen Brown and off the bench and now. That's on, and, that, and that's only going to open. Well, well, you Mar- got to credit Marcus he, Morris. Can we talk about Marcus Morris for a he second? He hasn't 40, been that good lately. Well, he's shooting forty three percent from three. He's I mean, that's it from that's, three, then. that's he's impressive. He's broken it from three, then. But overall, overall, he's had a this good year has been his best year Definitely. of his career. Definitely. Nobody thought he was going to have a year like this. But the thing about Kyrie is, you know, he he's the type of player who wants to go out and get 40. But he will get his 25 in the flow Kyrie, yeah. of the offense. you got to remember Kyrie's... He's still a younger player himself. He's still learning how to we lead have, a team, and we, he's getting through that. So you got to bear with the Celtics, mm-hmm. and that's why I have him on this up-and-coming mm-hmm. and list. One, and one more thing I want to bring up about the Celtics. I've been going back and forth on Twitter with some folks. Is Terry Rozier a starting point guard in in the like? What is your take on Terry Rozier? Where does I he think stand? He could be a very good starting point guard. You put him on a team for like, a contender. Like, like, yeah, I think if you put Terry, let, I'm just using this as an example. Put Terry Rozier with the Pelicans. And Anthony Davis, I think that's a pretty good combo. I think. They I mean, would I'm going to be I'm going to be honest with you. Terry Rozier isn't better than Drew Holiday. Well, I, I think Drew Holiday more as a two. He's but a pretty he's, big but point he's, guard. But he's played the one in his career. Right. So, I mean, he's not so better than Drew Holiday. But they had. But they. But they. But they started Drew Holiday at the one for a while, and they weren't that good. And Terry Rozier isn't as good as Drew Holiday. So what makes you think that's going to work out? What. Those the, two together wouldn't be better than just no, Drew Holiday I'm talking, and you, Anthony you Davis. No, I'm talking you put Rozier at, at the, the point. One, Drew Holiday with, at the two. No, but I'm talking about them just individually on that team. Well, Terry I, Rozier I is not better than, than Drew Holiday. I didn't say he was. Terry Rozier is not a top 30 point guard in the league. 30? There are 30 point guards in the league better than Drew Holiday. Trey Young's I mean, better, better than, than him? Trey Young has way more. Young- Don't tell me he has potential. If you say if you say the word potential, that doesn't count. What has Trey Young proven? Well, he's averaging fifteen and seven as a rookie, which is very very impressive. Look at his shooting percentages. Very very fifteen low. and seven. Terry Rozier shoots shot like he's shooting Coming like the bench 37 percent this year. See what he did the other night he's when a, he got the chance to start. Twenty six cr- points, seven boards, and six times. Terry it's Rozier like, is a career took the, forty. Took the Celtics a, through the playoffs into is, the game seven. But my point is, he's a, he's a career. 40% shooter as a point guard. That is low. That is not great. There are backups in the league better than Terry Rozier. Dennis Schroeder, Spencer Dinwiddie are better than Terry Rozier. I love Terry Rozier, and I love his game. He is in the perfect yeah, situation right now. He I, just needs to learn how to play as a backup. See, I He is not a starter in this league for a contender. He's in the perfect situation right now for him. Come, in, playing, and come in and run the second unit? I'm not, I don't think... His mindset, that I don't think that's for him. I think he'd be better off on maybe a bummy team getting all the minutes he wants. I mean, it's 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 his fourth year in the league. You you can usually tell how a guy is his fourth year in the league. I, and Terry Rozier is a good player. I don't know why you're bagging on him right I'm now. I'm not Terry bagging Rozier on him. Terry Rozier is a very good backup point guard, and I think he deserves a starting job somewhere. He's better than whoever uh, Phoenix has at their one. So he's going to go start for the— my, For the Suns. Why my, not? My, Terry, it's my original argument— There you go. My original argument was he could not. He's not going to start on a contending team. Anybody can go start on the fucking Suns. You just told me he's not a top thirty. They're a top four team. You just told me he's not a top thirty point guard. And I just named two people that he's better than. I, bro, I had it. Thirty-two teams. I had it up on my phone. Of the list of the top thirty point guards in the league, and give they me were, a couple names at the bottom. All of them. I'm trying to think. Right. Well, keep talking, and I'll pull it up right now. But. Well, I don't know what you want me to talk about. We got to wait for your team. 
We're still on the teams, bro. Hold up. Let me let me, let me get this right now. I really I don't know. I don't think there's that many. I don't think there's thirty point guards out there better than him. I really don't. How long has Dennis Schroeder been in the league? You remember his first couple years with Atlanta? Bad. Bad years. What do we got? Okay, Dennis Smith. Better. Terry Rozier is better than Dennis Smith Jr.? You think he's better than Dennis Smith Jr.? Yeah. I don't think he's better than Dennis Smith Jr. How? How is he? Okay. Give me another name. Uh, D'Angelo Russell. Not better than D'Angelo Russell. He's been balling this year, and I, I can't wait. Yeah, I'll save that because... Mm-hmm. That's in my back pocket. I mean, Lonzo. I mean, I he's just better than Lonzo. I, just, I, you think he's better than Lonzo? Eh, maybe because I, I sometimes I forget to take Lonzo's defense into account. He's six, 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 he's six, six, two. But the, that's enough. We, we can talk hey, Celtics all day. That. We get it. We bleed Let's get green. Your team. But my first team on the up is the Philadelphia 76ers. That's funny. They have we won. Just, so we, we, can we, I just we say that I have. This? I have them on my on my downhill slide teams. I got the Sixers on. Well, I mean, I understand down. that that Jimmy just just injured his wrist, but they've won five out of six. They blew out Indiana with Victor Oladipo, mm-hmm. and their only loss in the last six games is when Paul George hit that right. hit that dagger in Jimmy Butler's mug and went yeah. and one boy and one, and we... one boy. But I, I think That's the Sixers, but the Sixers there. are learning to play with Jimmy Butler integrated into their I offense. Get that. Yeah, listen, Miles, l- listen to ahead, my theory on the yeah, Sixers. Yeah. Yep. The Sixers' pecking order needs to go. Obviously, Joel Embiid gets his touches whenever. But it needs to go Embiid, Butler, Simmons. Mm-hmm. Not Embiid, Simmons, Butler. Butler needs to be that guy who they can kind of run their offense around. You need a 3 and D guy like him to be really good in this league. Yes or no? Every great 100%. team. 100%. I agree 100% I think that, the, but I think... But the Sixers are learning to play with Jimmy Butler, and that's another all-star. And I think they are going to be a team that's going to make a move because they have a bunch of cap space. They are, they might get a Tobias Harris. Well, that would change things drastically, but, but to but, me, but, they don't have... Sh- what they gave up in the trade to get Jimmy Butler was shooters. They gave up Covington and Sarich, which spread the floor for a Ben Simmons and an Embiid to work. Mm-hmm. Right now, you got to... You got the the paint is clogged right now. I mean, and I'm got, not going to say Jimmy you still Butler's have JJ Redick. You, well, you start JJ Redick and Jimmy Butler, two pretty good three point shooters. And, and but Jimmy Butler three point shooting isn't his like forte. Know, you know, know. He, he'd well, rather take a mid range than they, that three. But they have, that, but they have cap space for. They can pay for a Bradley Beal if they wanted him. Yeah, but they don't have him. But I'm, I'm saying, saying, but I'm saying, say right, they got if they got him, Dev, I'm switching him 100 percent right over to my my other. Right now, other right now, I You're don't. Right. right now, I don't have them as good as the Celtics or the Raptors. That's, that's the other thing; they scare me in the playoffs. I don't. But, I think the Bucks would. Bucks would probably beat the Sixers. Well, in I have the I have right the Bucks. I, well, okay, that's that's so, a, that's, so, that's a so lot about the, the Sixers. Sixers. I ha- I think the Sixers are on the up and up. They're learning to play with another. Oh, my star. So the but other team I have team on the up is the Jazz. Donovan yeah, Mitchell starting great. to play well. well Rob, Rudy Gobert starting to play well, and they're starting to look like the team we we kind it, of expected it, them to well, be. Well, last year, you know? last year they were really good. Last right. year they were really good, and I think their start to this season was kind of unordinary, the unorthodox. I think. Like I knew that they were eventually going to figure it out. I did but too. I don't, but I don't think but a lot of NBA fans thought they were going right. to figure it out. But I mean, with, with Mitchell and Gobert, early. Joe Ingles is low key playing good ball. Playing very good. They have and, enough. I mean, let's, let's be let's be real. Donovan Mitchell's a superstar over there. He's he's leading that team mm-hmm. big time. Slept on because he plays in Utah. Slept he's a little on, bit yeah. slept on. I love his game. But they're definitely guy. on the up and up. Mm-hmm. I well, think. Anyways. Yeah. Okay. So my roster. I coach. mean, my second team up. 
I mean, this is. Uh, I mean, this doesn't surprise anyone, but it's the Golden State Warriors. I mean, yeah. They got, I mean, they just got Boogie. How can you not say they're they got Boogie the back? I they've, like that. They've That's won nine in a row. I mean, I'm just licking my chops That's for this like, for this for this Celtics Warriors game. Oh, I can't. Night's I can't wait for it. But I think the Warriors are there. That that game against the Nuggets, where they went in and just basically went, look. I get it. We you guys are the one seed right now, but, you know. but we are one of the best teams to ever play the game of basketball. The, the fact that they if can, not the they can. Team. That's a, that's a, that's an argument for another day. But the yeah. fact that they can <laughs> flip the switch, <laughs> like they, they can want. go. We well, yeah, got to remember they've been to three straight finals. This, you know, yeah, they got to kind of. They got to like, kind of. This week we're going to flip the switch and we're going to show everyone we're the best team ever. Well, and then and then and then two weeks go by where they may drop a bad loss and everyone's like, "Whoa, what's up with the Warriors?" Bang, switches I, back on and they blow out the right. Nuggets by 40 in, in Denver. Denver. That's that was pretty surprising to me. I, I didn't expect that to happen. Yeah. But uh I mean, I just think they're they're It's hard to say they're up they're coming, getting but they really are. But they're getting you know, it's hard to say they're, that. They're playing their best ball of the season right now. Right. Right? And like, with Boogie back. They're, no, into, they're not playing their best ball of the season is the scary part. They, yeah, Imagine what they, they're gonna be in another couple weeks. Exactly. When we talk there about is, this again. There is two more there is I think there is another level up for this which Warriors. Which is so team, scary. Which is which is honestly scary. I don't think we've seen the next level. For the rest of the league. It's scary I don't for the rest of the league. The okay, next level has been reached. What's your what's your And then the number one team I have on the rise, I think it's just great what they're doing is the Nets. The Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn yep. Nets are I don't who's their coach? Cuz whoever it is should be in the discussion for coach of the year. It, well no who nobody expected the Nets. No. And nobody expected And the Nets are looking more and more like a free agent's destination. Brooklyn. They're looking better than the New York Knicks. They got Knicks. swag, bro. Bro, the Brooklyn Nets D-Lo, have something. D'Lo, ice in his veins, Spencer Bar- Dinwiddie. The Barkley Arena, they're in Jared Brooklyn. Allen's blocking everyone. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's one of the nice newest stadiums in in the Their in the owners, league. their owners and, you, and the thing is, you get all the benefits of playing in a big market, New York, mm-hmm. without the pressure of Madison Square Garden, mm-hmm. without the pressure of, oh, we need this championship. The Brooklyn Nets are the far, by far the best the team option. in New York. That's embarrassing for the New York Knicks. So it I'm just absolutely saying, absolutely embarrassing. I'm just saying they're on yes, the up. I, I'm not saying they're going to win anything. Well, I have, but they well, are starting to play. They're starting to position themselves to make a big splash mm-hmm. at some point. You know, it's funny how. One of my first Instagram posts was about Spencer Dinwiddie, how no one can guard me in the league. And then I do the interview with Litowski, and he tells me that he knew Spencer Dinwiddie was going to be really good. And then he goes off for that game against the Rockets. Did you see that game where he went dummy? He had like four threes in the last 30 seconds. It was like some T-Mac shit. It was was like some T-Mac shit. We ragged him hard at the beginning when we first started this show. But he's out four to six weeks now, which sucks. But I have a question about D'Angelo Russell. Do you think he was kind of written off? on the Lakers. Yeah, like, they got you, rid like, of him did, way did, too early. Did anybody envision early. him becoming the player? That's why you need to give guys four to five years. People are too impatient. In, exactly. Way, way too, too impatient. In, that's why I'm saying don't write Lonzo Ball off yet. I'm Brandon not Ingram, him off. The Brandon only Ingram's thing, written off for me. The only he scribbled out, I, fucking ripped to shreds. The I don't only think reason Brandon, I think the Lakers, it's a little different, is be, the LeBron factor. I mean, they only, he's on the back nine, obviously. Mm-hmm. And no, they got, He didn't show that he was on the back nine when I mean, he was playing this year. Is he... At, is he closer to? He was putting up his best. Is he closer number? to I know, the I know. beginning of his prime, or you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm just saying. I'm not. What was I saying? Oh, the Lakers. If they were Sleeping to trade Lonzo or something, I understand. Yeah, that. you understand. I that. understand why they would do that, but I'm not writing Lonzo off at all. I'm I think he's slowly be a good guard. becoming a D'Angelo Russell and a Brooklyn Nets fan. I like fan. D'Angelo what Russell. I mean, too bad he's a snitch. Well, they if D'Angelo <laughs> Russell wasn't a Dude, snitch. Dude, I forgot about that. Who did he snitch on again? Nick Young. Nicky <laughs> Azalea. He's banging some other hoe or something. Oh, Snitches on him. He did snitch on him. So but that's the have, only reason no, I can't. No, they have two good draft picks. They have two first-round draft picks this right, year, too. From 
in five from years, those trades at in the five years, I could see the Brooklyn Nets being, being a contender a in five years. And I think, yeah. Okay, and my last team up, which come, which is no surprise to anyone, but it's the the Milwaukee Bucks. They've been the most right, consistent yeah. team this year. Yeah, they've won seven no out of their last the eight. But the only are well, my thing is well, this is I what I want to see it in the playoffs. Exactly, really do. they have the pretty much the same roster they I had know. last year, and in the playoffs last they don't year, have another they showed that, that they didn't belong. Exactly, you know who I think is getting better and better, and that people Bledsoe? don't give. Bledsoe has been pretty consistent his, his whole career. He's gonna get you. He's, he's gonna get you fourteen to sixteen. He's gonna get you six assists. But I think Malcolm Brogdon is a dude who slept on a little well. bit. He's he's that a dude, big guard. He big plays guards are becoming more and more the thing. Big strong guards. He's a great defender. Long. He is, how long are his arms? They like drag on the and ground. He, and he plays hard. He plays with a high motor. And I think for them to make a, a a little bit of a run. Granted, I don't have them really doing much in the postseason this year. I know they're the one seed right now, mm-hmm. but I don't think they're better than the Raptors, and I don't think they're better than the Celtics no. playing the ball they're playing now. But if Malcolm Brogdon can, by the end of the season, playing be playing like an all-star caliber guard, then I think something might happen. Yes. But in, but until then, I think they're a team that's going to first, second round bounce. You I know agree. what I mean? But, I think this but, is the but, year where Giannis gets that bad taste in his mouth. Exactly. And imagine what he comes back next year. But I would, but I would be remiss right. to mention how well they have been playing this exactly. year. No and one saw lately. this coming. They have been very, very consistent this year. It's crazy. But, it's so, those are the, so those are the six teams that are up. And let's start on these teams that are down. You can because start. I already said been the some, Sixers. There's been some teams that are that have just really been on the down. The well, Sixers were my first one. We've talked well, enough about. I mean, the I'm gonna I'm gonna start with the Indiana Pacers. For those of you who didn't see, know, I had the Pacers written down, yeah. and then as soon as they lost Victor Oladipo, Victor Oladipo I was like, I'm yeah, not gonna rag him. He, uh, he suffered bad. a career-ending knee injury, which no. is which is. I mean, sorry, season-ending season-ending season knee injury, and which it actually is, was better than they first thought. It's not an. It's a quad tendon. That attaches still to out the for the year. Still out, out for the year. Season but, I mean, the, the Pacers, before even with him, I didn't consider them no. really a contender at all. No. But without him, I can see, I do like I that can see them. I can kind of see them falling off a little bit of a cliff. They're definitely going to. I don't think they'll I mean, make the playoffs I mean, Sabonis is a good young guard. I really like his game. Turner? Uh, sorry, power forward. And Turner. Turner is a good young big. But I like without, their roster. But without, without their Vic. dude, without their dude, no. it's. I mean, Vic played very well in the postseason last year, too. Well, without, Vic's a baller. Without him. He would have been... A, an all-star starter another, another guy who plays hard, who plays on the defensive the right side way. of the ball. He plays he the, plays right, the right way, exactly. All right, so give me one of your teams that's so down. So the other team, the the two teams I have on the down, my top two teams on the down are from the West. Let's hear it. I got the Nuggets coming way down. I can just <laughs> see them falling. It's Gravity's just pulling them back down to earth. Well, I think that loss against the Warriors. I think like, it, it was like, I, oh, wow. I can not. picture them all sitting in the locker room you after know, the wow. game. Silent. Going, wow, fuck. We actually thought that we had a chance to do anything this year. Way back to reality. I mean, they got they got the Joker, and they got a couple of good game. young guards. I love his game. But I don't think, they're not there yet. I mean, Jamal Murray, another team that has one all-star. You are not going to win in the playoffs. I mean, Jamal Murray might. You're not going to win in this might, current league. You're not going to win. You need two to three all-star slash Hall of Famers right. to win. The if way really the way wanna, teams are stacking really the way teams are stacking it up right now. Yeah. I mean I love Jamal Murray's game. Gary Harris is good and they got some they're, dudes they're playing, Will Barton coming off season. the bench and, but they're season, but, but they're a regular season hero team kind of right. like the Trailblazers they're are. They're working so Wait. hard to get those those extra wins to try to get those higher seeds in the playoffs. But then it's, but it's then they're come. just fucking themselves because right. it's they're going to get a worse pick in the draft. Right. So they're fooling everyone. I understand you got to sell tickets. But they're fooling everyone. Well, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and condone. I hate 
tanking, no, tanking is tanking is a part of the game. Any sport that any shouldn't. Sport. I mean, the NFL is ridiculous. Teams tanking the NFL because it's. If you're the last place team in the NFL, you're getting There's that no, first pick. No one wants At least to be, in the me- NBA, why be mediocre. You get caught. You, if you're mediocre, you get stuck in I've mediocrity. Made, I've, made the, I've made that argument that's a couple times on other podcasts. That's why you always see the same podcasts. teams in the fucking middle, middle of the pack. The mm-hmm. same teams are always there because the, that's, that's the all jazz, they are. The Jazz, mediocre. The, the Nuggets, the Trailblazers, exactly. the Grizzlies. Exactly. Oh, mediocre yeah, exactly. teams that are never going to get a With young reports coming out that the Grizzlies are about to blow it up, thank God. I like that. Because I, I mean, can't watch them fucking play. Can I Can I, Can I? I throw a little hot take to you? I wish you would. Mike Connolly to the Lakers? I've been hearing that, I too. heard that. I, like I, that. I was listening Stephen to Stephen A. A. I was said, listening to Stephen A. I only listen to Stephen A.'s basketball knowledge. Yeah, the other I, stuff is Football, any other sport, he's a fucking idiot. Yeah. But he's been a basketball guy through and through. Just like Max Kellerman, I would listen to his boxing analysis. Right. You know what I mean? But I Stephen A. has said that... The, the Lakers cool. have the money. They like have that. the assets. Yeah, Mike Connolly is low key has been a little bit. Right. I know. I, I mean, but at the end of the day, Mike Connolly is, is, is an all star in this league and he's consistent. He hasn't been. He's yet to be an all star and he's got the highest salary. He's yet to be an all star in his never career. I think he's definitely been an all star. Look it up, I guarantee you. Look, you look it up. All right, he's never been an all star. But, okay, so, and you had the Nuggets and who else? And OKC is my number one, which is, I think. Strictly based off of Russell Westbrook, why I'm doing that because I can see Russell yeah. Westbrook just I mean, coming down the mountain. I mean, Trav, you know, you know, Trav. Yeah, Trav. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, Trav, uh, dude. His f- favorite player is Russell Westbrook. But I love Russell Westbrook. He's a bulldog. He's but a bulldog, but he is. is coming down. You are starting to see he is kind of on the decline of his career, and I think that he is a guy who benefits mm-hmm. off a million and one possessions each game. He has the ball in his hands so much. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Russell Westbrook's game. But he, I think he is the reason why that team can only go so far. Can only go so and far. And that's been unless, the end of his, of his unless, whole career. My theory, unless he gives the reins over to Paul George. Paul George needs to be the solidified, the year Paul George is having, he needs to be the solidified number one player on that team. The offense needs to run through him. Agreed. And and if Russell Westbrook can revert to that Robin role, which like I don't, has never made an All Star game. He's never made an All Star game. Never been an All Star. He's like he's like kind of like Damian Lillard. Like Stuck he's been there. snubbed, he's, and he's at the worst position. He's good. I like his. Yeah, he's that's at the true. worst position that's to true. try to make an All Star team right now. But I mean, Paul yeah. George. I mean, we'd be Paul remiss George to, is at a MVP level. He's, right he's now. having his best career. He's having his best year of his career. He's right playing. Now. Unbelievable basketball. I mean, I, I love watching him. Oh, I used to love watching him before his injury when he dunked and on the Miami Heat, and he, oh, he's so he was, good. Yeah, he would go. He would Paul go toe to toe with LeBron. He's but a six, another part about Westbrook's game is just he first of all he can't hit his free throws, Not and he's shooting twenty percent from three. It's tough to watch this. It's West to him. Brick. He, you watch a game with Russell Westbrook. It's not even he, like they're that close. He is Brick go, is a he great is way going to, put it. to throw the ball up and Brick four to five shots per game, where you're going to be like. This dude is a former MVP. Like this dude is considered one of the best players in the league. Still averaging a triple double though. I know. Which I'm, I'm saying he yes he, he affects the game in so many ways. But I think he is a little bit overrated. Would you consider overrated. Russell Westbrook a little bit overrated? overrated? Okay, and my team and um, one of my teams on the uh, three down is definitely the Memphis Grizzlies, like we talked yeah. about before. I almost whenever put the you on whenever you just fucking just blow, blow it up and go. Trade for any of the guys on the team. Yeah. You're, you're based. You're giving it up. Yard sale. You're, you're giving up. Yeah, they're giving and, a yard and, sale. And I mean, the only two guys that even have any value are Marcus Saul and, exactly. and Mike Connolly. But no. it's a, <laughs> yeah, Zebo. And it's a it's a it's a team that has fought through mediocrity, and now it's really what they starting. did together is actually it's, pretty impressive. What Memphis did exactly. They were grind good for a city. Little bit. They were grind city, but 
I mean, it's like it's a championship it's for bus it's league. So time. I mean, that's I think that's the case in any professional sport. And you said you said it just a minute ago. You know, you get stuck in mediocrity. Mm-hmm. You get it's stuck tough. there complaining. No, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. And then and then my other team down that we talked about a little bit are the Knicks. The Knicks are another team that are shipping it shopping all. everyone. I just for when this, does Porzingis get back? I mean, New. York, I don't know. He's been out a while. You might as well just ship him. He, Fuck just the year. keep him out. Yeah, keep him out the rest of the year. Come back next year. We'll it, start fresh. Mm-hmm. They're gonna get. Get rid of everyone. They're, they're gonna get a star. They're gonna get a future star. Hopefully, gonna, the one and two York. draft pick. They'll yep. get something. But I just. Get a top draft I mean, the, just the city of New York. I think if we're rating top sports cities, I think Boston is obviously a one. But then you got, I think, like New York and LA and, and New York, and and and, 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 and maybe cities. and maybe Chicago. But like, it's tough to see a New York, the New York basketball teams suck for this long. Like, imagine if the Knicks were nasty. I've the Madison Square Garden, Spike poppin', Lee, poppin'. Ice Cube's there. You know what I mean? I would love to see the New York the Knicks. East Coast LA. Instead, they are the laughing. Exactly they are low-key. They are kind of the laughing stock of the NBA. You go into... You go in, James New Harden York. going in to play against the Knicks was licking his chops, going, yeah, mm-hmm. it's Madison Square Garden. I'm going to come in here, do what I do. He said it. I know. He literally said it. Um, yeah, these guys are bombs. I'm going to come in here and fucking tear it up. Well, they well the Knicks. I know. I, I know we're dwindling down right now, but the Knicks struck out with right. Frank Nilakina. Can we be honest? They with traded that? him, didn't they? No, he's still on the team. No, they traded him. Yeah, but he. But when they had him, he they struck out he with him. They, yeah. they thought he was going to be good. Or yeah, he, he, was. he never really amounted to anything. But how many times can they? They got out? fucking Trey Burke running the point, throwing up whatever. Like it's it's honestly. It's pretty laughable what's going on and with I feel the New York organization right now. Because he's a great coach. He is a really good coach. You see what he said about trading everyone? He goes, the front office said we're going to trade everyone. And he goes, what are, what are we going to do, lose more games? I know, but but I mean, bro, they're running, lose more? they're running their offense through Tim Hardaway Jr. Jr. And Alonzo Trier, an undrafted rookie. I know. It's like, it's, it's God, tough, it's to, tough watch. to watch. And then, and then lastly, I think it. the last point we should talk about, I know I've given him a lot of shit, but... What is going on with the masked man himself, Carmelo Anthony? Oh man, Carmelo. he takes what he he took like a month off from basketball. I get it. You're working out with Chris Brickley, but if you were that good, a team would make a point to go out you know, and get well, you not that from anymore, the Dad. Rockets. It, let's just give up. He's a, not a, that good it's anymore. It's a star on. De- it's a superstar on decline. But yes or no? Watch, yes or no? This spot. is the problem with Carmelo. He's not admitting it. Him and in Carmelo's mind, he still thinks Dev, he's, imagine he's Madison Square Garden, sixty-one. Well, he's Dev, not that guy anymore. Had, imagine if you had gone through all that, you would think you're that guy. Mm-hmm. You really would. Mm-hmm. If you're going to put that much time into it, yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to give up. Instead, on he's, it. but the question is blowing up organizations. But yeah. in, but instead, big time. The, the Hawks, the Bulls, but, like he's he's getting treated like a scrub. But the, the last question I have for you is: Can you see him potentially helping out any no, NBA team, or do help. you think it's time for him to look in the mirror? It's time for him to look in the mirror. He's not going to help any franchise at any point. Mm-hmm. What he should do is just go chill with one of, a buddy of his in the NBA for the rest of the rest of the season and, and call it call it a career after this. Go into the Hall of Fame and just you know mm-hmm. I'm gonna live just, one of the best lives. The ever. problem with Carmelo's game is he never learned to catch and shoot. He could he was only, he could only play off what the dribble used with to his be, ball in the What hand. used to be muscle memory for him is now you can see him thinking through it. Mm-hmm. Because the game has changed on him, he mm-hmm. can't come down, walk you down into the post, and just take that pull-up jumper anymore for a mid-range. No. That's not the game anymore. And, and especially on when he was on the Thunder, you got to be able. Russell Westbrook's going to drive, and he's going to kick it you to you. Need in the to corner. be able to stand. You got to be corner, able to stand there in the corner, set, which is surprising because he's 
a really good shooter. But, but he's why a rhythm shooter. But yeah. why can't he he stand he's a still shooter. shoot? He needs that dribble rhythm, one between the legs, one cross, something for a hezzy pull. You know. Yeah. Well, I I just I kind of wish he 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 moved to that Vince Carter game where Not, he became. And that's what. But some I'm guys can't this, do it. That's why. That's why Vince Carter to me is a Hall of Famer because he has proven to he has changed his he changed game his game completely. completely. He relied so much on his athleticism and and, and now, now he's he is, changed it to he can catch and shoot. The last in the five he's years, the last five years, if I had to take a guess, he's been around thirty eight percent from three. He's good, been a very good, good three point shooter in and the league. And he's a leader, which Carmelo Anthony is not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, exactly, but we that's but cool. overall we're gonna we're gonna be trying to get a few more podcasts out a little more frequently. Yeah, that's, you know what yeah. I mean. And we we took, we took three weeks off. We've been busy. It sucks, but holidays I mean, came to an end. But we're ready. We're ready to grind. Exactly. Again. Exactly. Yeah, holidays. We're gonna have talk. some good interviews coming for you. Mm-hmm. I've yeah, been we're in trying touch to get with my Legion coach. Ex He's all Red Sox it. player played. Sox when did he play? Eighty six. He was on the Red Sox eighty six team when they went to the World Series Dude, with Bill Buckner. Let the bus go through. I want to ask legs. him straight up, look him in the eyes, and go, what was the vibe in the locker room after that? He'll tell you. He what, said, what did he say? I'll never forget one time he told me, and we were on the bus coming home from a game. It was he like goes, someone's puppy had died, probably. No, he goes, yeah, Bill Bill Buckner came home and tried to kill himself. but uh, What? But the bus went through his legs. He tried to jump out in traffic, but the bus went through his legs. It's a joke. Oh, Jesus It's a joke. Right. But, but it was like, it was that bad. It's that bad. You know bad. what I mean? It was you that know? bad. Okay, well, well. So stay tuned for that. Yeah. Yeah. Signing off. We appreciate everyone. Uh, thanks yeah, for listening. Go follow us. Keep mm-hmm. them coming. Give us a follow. I ball a lot like Tayshaun Prince or Vince Carter or Shot Collar. Pulled up in the Maybach. Used to be a Chevy Impala. Wearing Prada's.